hello guys welcome to the this book taught me podcast i'm your host mininta i'm sorry for taking a while before updating this episode but i'm hoping that you would uh, bear with me and then listen to this episode and i can promise you would enjoy it So guys, welcome once again. This week we are looking at the fi- the book called The Five Elements of Effective Thinking. It's a book written by Edward Berger and Michael Starbird. So yeah, the five elements of effective thinking. I first listened to the audiobook, like yeah, of this book. Um while listening, I realized that mm, this is a book I really need to sit with it, like learn more from it. And Uh, dissect it digest it and see where it goes so it's a a kind of book that requires more than one reading if you want to apply um, the knowledge found in it it's uh, it's a kind of book that teaches you how to learn basically overall Um, so yeah let's get down to it Michael Starbird and Edward Berger are both uh, lecturers, or let me say teachers. So this book was based on their experiences over the years. So the main point um, of the book, so straight to it, the main points from the book, the first point rather, understand deeply. So uh, what they actually wanted to talk about when they said understand deeply what what they were trying to say was that understanding simple things deeply means um, mastering the fundamental principles ideas and methods that can create a solid foundation on which you can build so um, basically it's like uh, when you're trying to build a building yeah you know there's the foundation then there's now the bricks there's the pillars and what's not so what they are saying is that we should make sure that our foundation or our basics are on point um, they put forth the arguments that when you spend a lot of time understanding the basics of what you intend to learn deeply like instead of memorizing the facts you are able to like go further you are able to apply the basics in different ways that will help you uh, learn the thing well so yeah they further explained a way to go about it like they gave very different uh, multiple examples but the one that um, caught my eye was um, listing subtopics under a chosen topic so you choose a topic that you want to learn more about then you divide it into subtopics and then you can further divide the subtopics and then spend time understanding the subtopics deeply like each one before moving to the next um, i'm actually a medical student so I, the only example i can give that i can think of right now is uh, when you're learning anatomy let's say you're learning anatomy and then you're learning the upper limb so the upper limb is divided into um the arm the upper the upper arm the arm and then the hand so you can further if you're learning the upper limb you can divide it into all these these three subtopics so now you can take the hand and then learn its anatomy with its blood vessels and then its nerves or even um when it comes to the hand you can learn the skeletal structure then you can now come to the muscles you can also now come to the blood vessels and then you can now come to the nerves so it's like you see how 
subtopics from the upper limb you've divided into three uh, main subtopics and then from there you go on dividing it to five further subtopics and you can move on from there um and he, they also explain that when you learn the basics and you understand it deeply it helps you become master at what you do and this makes me think back to when i was in secondary school where um we were doing the um, core maths that's basic maths or and then add maths or elective maths um core maths or the basic maths was seemed to always be like more difficult for me just when i think about it you realize that like the basics are more they are more like uh new stuff so it's like you're learning new stuff so core maths was almost always difficult for me more than elective maths I mean, elective maths was so much easier for me um like when you think about it too elective maths is basically about application of the core maths so that's another way they were explaining is when you are able to understand the basics deeply you are able to use them like as the basis of moving forward and applying them and then like um adding little tweaks here and there to them and then um mastering mastering them so like understanding deeply helps you master stuff easy easily okay um i think today's podcast is going to be short i i, I don't know but then let's continue um so the next uh thing they talked about was making mistakes and this was an eye-opener for me because um looking at how i I was growing up or how i was yeah raised um in school at home and we weren't encouraged to make mistakes i mean anytime you make a mistake uh you are either uh hit bitten um shouted at uh, um, shunned, and etc. So we, I grew up um trying to always avoid making mistakes. But then this book is was telling me that I should make mistakes. And I'm like, whoa, how do I, uh, do that? But then they talked about how um mistakes are a way that show you what not to do, and then like they help you discover what to do so it's like um they, they tell you that this is not the way this is not the way but this is not the way this is so you try different things to um and it, they might actually help you discover new ways instead of the um staying on the old course uh so yeah so they tell us to they, they, they tell us that the culture of avoiding mistakes, the one I was talking about, like growing up and all that stuff, is uh, kind of stifling and causes stagnation and inaction. And to be honest, I've noticed this in my life. Because I try to avoid mistakes in my life, I am sort of like uh, stagnant. Mostly when I think about maybe my social life, I feel like in... Like uh, trying going to socialize this, I'll probably make a mistake. So I don't put myself out there when it comes to um friendship, relationships, and all those things. Even though I'm working on it, but then I'm still kind of stuck. Um, and I've noticed this also when it comes to my environment, where um the people, like I feel like the people around me are sort of like stuck because. When it comes to mistakes, mistakes are a big issue. People like 
it's a it's a huge thing people really want to avoid making mistakes because like the shame the guilt in like within your own self it's, it's like a, it's a culture uh, so like within your own self you are faced with the shame and guilt and then now you're being shunned and shamed and guilted by external parties too so it's a huge deal in my society over here um so the one way the book um tells us or shows us how to um, intentionally make mistakes is to and pick a project, decide that you're going to try it 10 times, and then decide that you're going to try it um, nine different times. Nine different times, uh, intentionally making mistakes to see how what to do and what not to do. And the book, they, they were also trying to tell us that when you make mistakes on an exam, and make sure that you are able to answer all the questions, like get 100% on the previous exam before you move on to the next so like when you make mistakes you try to see what went wrong what mistake shows you what you did wrong if you don't go back and then you don't know what you did wrong and you cannot move forward and it will also humble you and stuff so yeah moving on uh, to the next point they raised raise questions this point it was a call out i mean i felt ashamed sort of not really but i was there but it's sort of like uh, a new territory for me because i'm not someone who likes asking questions especially when i was in class um junior high senior high i was just i was not a questioner i mean i mean when it comes to my house my family members and stuff i always thought that like the answers would come to me you know because i mean <laughs> what, what an arrogant little girl i mean but here the book was now calling me out and so yeah this is some this is an advice i think i'll have to work very hard on this with the making mistakes hmm yeah, going to be very huge for me but i think i'm going to try i'm going to do it i'm going to apply it in my life and um, i think even with the doing this podcast so i feel like i'm making mistakes along the way and, but i'm not going to let it uh stop me i'm going to figure out what i'm doing wrong i know being inconsistent is sort of wrong but then you know, I'll, I'm going. I'm not going to let life interrupt me anymore. I'm going to do this. Right, yeah. Um. So now, moving raised questions. So yeah. So they said that we should uh, create questions out of thin air to examine your own life. Um. This, so like the raised questions, not just when this book uh doesn't just cover academic work. It covers um personal life every part of every aspect of life so like when this thing came uh i actually was thinking about it in reference to my own life not my academic life my academic life seems to be going on course but then my like other aspects of my life seems to be in disarray so yeah um i've been raising a lot of questions to examine my life and it's been real a real eye-opener anyway so but then raising questions doesn't mean you should just raise any kind of questions so we are supposed to 
frame good questions to focus on the right issues um so yeah like it's important to consider two basic questions to a solution we are looking at is my solution correct and then how can i improve on my solution does so those two basic questions are um so yeah how can i how can you improve on your solution so this um questions they talk about when you when you find a solution to a problem so uh, a question has been asked and then or you've asked yourself a question about your life and then you you are you are brainstorming and then you found solution so you pick one solution so now you, you now have to assess your solution is this solution correct um if it is correct how do i improve upon it so these are two very important questions um one thing i've I'm realizing about this book is that you are always supposed to try to improve. You are always supposed to try to improve. You are not supposed to be stagnant. If anytime you realize that you are stagnant, you have to ask yourself a question, and you like you have to improve. So they they say you should ask yourself challenging questions that can help you reveal like the um, obvious assumptions to like um. To expose your own bias and then to bring clarity to you and to like uh see how like you are not doing the thing you're supposed to be doing and to look for other options and um, creating questions can then also help you with the direction you want to take then what if you are working on a a project yeah then you ask your questions or oh, where do i want to go with this project what am i trying to achieve with this project and what's what's the aim or the objective of this project and how can i improve upon them so when you ask um questions the about the basic you can get leads on the basic principles which helps you to understand deeply and also exposes new information so that's like um, another aspect of the questions it is like the making mistakes it exposes new things or new options that you've not um uh, considered like things you've not considered to make you consider them and be upfront when you don't know something and when you have forgotten because it will guide you to ask questions so yeah one of, i think one of the reasons i was not asking questions in life or in class was i didn't want to seem i didn't want to seem dumb <laughs> no one wants to look dumb but then these days, I'm shaking all of that away. I'm going to be asking questions. I don't care if I look dumb or feel dumb. I realize that if I focus on uh, perfection or, or try not to look dumb, I, I, I don't move forward in life. And right now, at this point in my life, I'm trying to move forward. I hope you guys are also trying to move forward with your life. Um, so, yeah. Uh, the next point is follow the flow of ideas so yeah this um point looks at the fact that ideas do not come out of thin air that they are generated from previous ideas um also takes into like takes into consideration 
the fact that the solutions to basic problems could generate solutions to like uh, further problems like complex problems rather the flow of ideas um, also explains that one needs to understand the fundamentals and from there one can add his or her own variations to the idea so like this uh takes me back to when i was talking about the core mass and then the elective math so with the core mass you know i was talking about how it was full of the basics the fundamentals of math and elective math is where you have your applications and your variations adding variations to the comma so like in, in, like if you're able to master the commas then you know that selective mass is just uh, a breeze through the park um so yeah there was a quote i really 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 liked from the book i'm trying to see if i can remember it i didn't write it down why didn't i write it down so yeah so <laughs> it was about uh how um someone someone says something about before you can the the one was able to be on top of the mountain because one stood on the shoulders of giants yeah i, I don't remember if it was uh, newton or it was einstein who said it like einstein standing on the shoulders of newton you know how um, the law of physics and all those things yeah so the last point coming to the last point change transform yourself In, one of the reasons why I really like this book, everything speaks to me and on a personal level because I'm at a point in my life where I'm trying to change myself, I'm trying to transform myself, I'm trying to not stay stagnant and uh, awakening, sort of. So yeah, so the ultimate goal of going through all these points, learning the basics deeply, making mistakes, raising questions, following the flow of ideas, is to actually change yourself, to transform yourself. Life is truly, truly all about learning and changing to improve and adapt. This can only be achieved through action. Another thing I've realized, it's through action. It's through the doing that um, one is able to learn well or tra- one is able to change or transform oneself. So I'm also trying to like uh, improve my writing skills. One thing I've realized is that you all, you can only you can only only improve your writing skills through writing. You can only do that by like doing the work and I, I don't know i've wasted almost three decades sitting down not writing trying to imagine how i was going to be an author author was and i wasn't practicing anything but now i've changed and i am i'm, I'm grateful for that i'm grateful for this book and it's really really changing my life I have to go back to it over and over again to learn these things. I want these things to like get stuck in my subconscious, you know, like yeah, that's that sort of thing. Um, yeah. So yeah, it is only through action, like of or action, that's the application of the knowledge you've learned, that you can actually transform your life. And the book gives so many actionable steps and how on how to think effectively to change your life. I'm hoping that um, talking about this has um, intrigued you to go find a book to read. Um, and oh, I also wrote about it. Um, my blog called minyenta.wordpress.com. Um, if you have time, you can go there and read. 
um, about the five elements of effective thinking. I also write poetry um, and some other things about my personal life, sort of, maybe. Yeah. So yeah, thank you very much and see you next time. Hoping to be more consistent with this. Thank you very much. Bye.